Welcome to the Patricia King Podcast, a podcast where we explore God's vast love for all of us, as well as current and relevant prophetic insight to enrich your soul. Now, here is Patricia King. Today, I just had just such um, a clear word for the body on increase of houses and lands. And so I want to bring this word to you. Uh, you might want to take some uh, notes on it so that you can um, really digest it and get it in there because I think this is a very valuable word. And before I get into the actual prophetic insight on it, um, I'd love it if you could uh, share this word, uh, just share it with your friends who might be interested in it. It is going to be about how God is going to help believers secure properties and lands um, for those who have never owned homes before, open up doors for that, for uh, debt cancellation of mortgages, and for the increase of buildings and properties, um, for uh, renos and, and, and decor, anything to do with, with houses. I'm going to unpack it because it's got a number of different layers in it. Um, but I just feel it. You know, when you prophesy a word and then you, you have people receiving that word, it actually activates it and brings it brings it into a place of manifestation. It comes out of the heavenly realm and then into the natural realm. So, you know, share this message. Um, just click your share button and let's get uh, this out as much as we can. And you'll see why in a, in a moment. So let me just give you just a few quick little um uh, snippets before we get into the actual prophetic element of the um, houses and lands. But the year 2022 is full of twos, of course, and um, there's three twos in it. And there's a lot of symbolism. Two speaks of witness, two speaks of double portion. Um, uh, uh, two, two, two speaks of uh, government. So there's a lot in, involved here. But what I felt the Lord say is to really have an expectation for a year of double, a year of double. And some of you, I just want to speak over you right now that it'll be a year of double for your trouble. So if you were to write down a list of everything that the enemy attacked you with and then make a decree um, according to the word of the Lord and tell the devil, you're going to be sorry you ever tried because I'm going to receive back double for my trouble. And so um, that is that is clear. Right. And that's an invitation that the Lord is giving you to be able to have a redemptive um, uh, essence, fill those places that were under attack in this last year. Um, but I want to unpack a little bit on the year 5782, which is the number of this year on the Hebrew calendar. And that began back in September. Okay, but we're, we're uh, carrying it into 2022. So in the uh, Hebrew calendar, uh, it's 5782. So I want to take each of those numbers separately and have a look at it. And I just feel prompted by the Spirit to do that. Um, you know, you just follow the leading. Sometimes there's layers and layers of revelation that the Lord can give you in even one scripture or one truth or one fact. And as he speaks to you, just go deep with him. And it's not like you necessarily can build, you know, a 
a solid theology around it, but it is a prophetic insight that can be backed up by solid theology. So the number five um, is represented by the Hebrew letter Hey in the Hebrew calendar and can mean here is, to be disturbed or behold, and it can also include thought, speech, and action. And so when we're um, seeing this season that we are in, um, and especially it, it caught my attention to be disturbed because God is saying anything that can be shaken will be shaken. And so we're believing for that. But he says in Hebrews 12 that we're of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So we're going to align our thoughts, our speech, and our actions with him because those things will not be shaken. And that includes his provision. And I want to highlight that right now because of what I believe he's speaking prophetically to us. The number seven is represented by the Hebrew letter Zion and can mean crown, uh, which is, you know, a, a rulership, authority, weapon, which is fighting or sustaining. In other words, putting your stake in the ground and, and keeping keeping your stake strong, but it can also mean power. So I want us to, to keep that in mind as we're looking at the aspect of increasing in houses and lands um, because we might have to draw out our weapons and sustain and take our ground and take our authority, the crown that God has given us and move forward to release his power to obtain what he is um, calling us to move into. The number eight is represented by the Hebrew letter uh, Chet, and it can mean life, and specifically the life that comes from joining yourself to another, such as an individual joining themselves to God, and that God infusion, that God life that brings brings his life into your life, and also a man or a, and, and a woman who are joined in marriage, okay? It comes into um, a, a double life or a merged life. And then the number two, which is this specific year, the eight is the, the number of the decade, um, and so we're expecting life, we're expecting God to do great things in this decade, but it's also uh, number two is represented by the letter bet, and bet refers to double. Now, two is is your first uh, multiplication factor, right? Of of uh, of of one. So when you double it, it gets two, and it's the first letter of the Hebrew word bayit or house, and so that attracted my attention. Um, because the Lord is wanting to highlight housing and house this year. Now, of course, we are the house of God, and I'm going to go into that in a moment. So it's a time to grow yourself as God's temple. But here's a prophetic word and application for you that I wrote out. And I'm going to, to show you at the end of this how you can get the notes I've made up, which includes the outline the scriptures, the prophetic application, the decrees, the different points. And so I'll be able to, to get that to you. But um, the year 2022 or the year 5782 is the year of increase where you can lay hold of a double portion as you are abiding in God and his life-giving word and his promises. His house or his dwelling in the earth is with man. He will increase 
strengthen and take back his house this year. He's going to do that through harvest um, as souls come into the kingdom. He's going to empower believers so that we'll have clear manifestation of, of housing the fullness of who he is. And he's also going to purge his house. He's going to purge his church, his house, by bringing alignment to things that are out of line, alignment and, 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 and burning up the draws and exposing those things that need to be cleaned out. I have a friend who recently has been, you know, cleaning out her closet. She is moving from place to place over the years. And she had boxes that she kept putting into her closet. And so she felt now's the time to go through that. So she's taken two full days so far to go through and to purge out of, of her closet what she doesn't need anymore, what isn't valuable anymore, what needs to be cleaned up, what needs to go to fire, what needs to go to the goodwill, whatever. It's all getting sorted out and purged. And I see that that's what God is doing to his house this year. I'm talking about us, the house, and I'm talking about the corporate church as well, being his house. So those things are are going to be going on this year but also there's going to be an increase in the houses and lands of believers and ministries who war and contend for the promises through faith aggressive stance to possess and occupy and through decrees and proclamations okay so this prophetic word in its application is uh, written down and I will uh, give it to you if you would uh, like it and I'll share it with you later how to get that so um, I want to to share four prophetic promises in this season concerning the increase of lands houses and buildings for those who are postured to receive and so number one this is a year to buy to repair to renovate and to decorate houses and it's an increase of ownership of lands and housing according to what you have stewarded well, sown and will sow into. And so um, God is saying that he wants us to secure our lands, to secure our houses. And I'll share a little bit more on this uh, later, but there's, there's a lot of influence that comes when you own lands. And he wants you to put your faith out for increase so that if you've never owned a house before, this is the year to put your faith out and call it in. And you might think, I don't know how we can possibly do that in the market that we're looking at today. We have no down payment. We don't have any way to get into a house. But you'll be surprised at what God is going to do for you and through you in this hour. It is going to be amazing what he is going to do. Um, I'm just going to just leave for a second. I just remembered an alarm is going to go off in a few moments. Oh, it's taken care of. Oh, good. My assistant's here, and she's taking care of it. Good. Um, so um, uh, this is a time when you are to believe for it because, because God's a miracle-working God. And as you start to make decrees for it, um, things will start moving into place, and you'll be able to, to, to get it. And so it's a year to secure lands. I think some of you are actually going to be given houses and lands. Put your faith out for that, too, because the more land you own, the more housing you own, the more opportunity you have to possess and occupy authority that goes with that. And again, I'll, I'll show that in a moment. And some of you 
are going to be needing to repair your homes or to renovate your homes. And you're going to need funds for that, or you're going to need supplies for that and help for that. And the Lord says, put your faith out for it because he's got workers available. He's got finance available. He's got everything that you need available. Okay, and for decorating as well. So I'm going to give you some scriptures. And again, I can give these to you later, but you can write them down now if you want. Galatians 6, 7, and 9. It says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. Do not lose heart in doing good. For in due time, we will reap if we do not grow weary. Now, my husband and I have um, known the secret of sowing and reaping for many, many years. The Lord started teaching us on this back in the 1970s, just after we got saved. And we started activating it by faith. We studied through the Bible about the laws of increase and started sowing with intentionality. And it was amazing what God God would do. It's just awesome. So we would sow into our, our next housing. Even like when we were on the mission field, we would sow into housing for the poor. So we'd sow seed, financial seed into that. We'd sow our time into building it. We'd sow supplies into it. We'd sow and sow and sow to give housing to the poor. But as we were doing that, God was blessing us with increased housing. Um, I remember just before we went on the mission field, God had really blessed us uh, with with a home and uh, we had a mortgage on it and then we were able to buy another one with a mortgage on it and when God called us to the mission field all of a sudden the housing market just boomed and it hadn't for 10 years it had just remained the same for 10 years but it boomed and we were able to sell one of our buildings and pay off the other one as we went to to the uh, mission field but we had sewed into buildings for God's house. We had sewed into the church building for their building program. They were doing some renovations on the church. So we had sewed into that. We had sewed into houses for the poor. We had sewed into uh, missions um, to uh, look after orphans and, and widows and get them housed. And so we would sew with intentionality. When we wrote the checks to to sow into that, we said, Lord, we believe that as we sow into other people's houses, as we sow into your house, Lord, that you'll look after our housing. And sure enough, I mean, it was just a blessing. So that was the first house that we had paid off. And then we had an opportunity to move into an upgraded house. We didn't know how we were going to do it at the time because we just got back from the mission field. But we ended up sowing the house that we we uh, had uh, with no down payment to the people who bought it. We covered all the down payment, sewed everything into them. And then God opened up the opportunity, which looked impossible to us for a house of our dreams. It was a beautiful home with a, uh, uh, just up on a hill with a view of the, the river and the valley. And it was just a phenomenal executive home. It was beautiful. And so over the years, we kept seeing God bless us in real estate and in land, but we constantly sowed into land and housing constantly. And so this scripture, Galatians 6, 7 and 9, is a good one to review. And I have to say that a lot of it didn't come just overnight, okay? You have to stand on the promise and believe 
for it and continue to sow into it, not just once or, or twice, but continue to sow your seed with intentionality. And I would even recommend getting a little book and writing down the dates and the amount that you sowed so that you can pray over that seed. Um, 2 Corinthians 9, 6. Now this I say, who ho- he, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And some, like everyone's uh, uh, bounty is different from the next person. So I remember when we first moved down to uh, to uh, Arizona, we actually lived in a resort park for 55 cent older. We weren't 55 yet, but somehow they let us in. And um, we uh, have bought, bought this little trailer. Uh, we, we, we were really blessed by it. Um, it. It wasn't that big. It was maybe 300 square feet. It had everything that we needed. And it was in a beautiful uh, park with all the amenities and everything. And so we were really comfortable there and really um, uh, loved it. And then um, we felt to sow that into one of our team members. So we're just building a team and someone came down to, to join us, didn't have a place to live. So we gave him uh, that, that housing and we moved into another one that God provided that was completely paid for. It was given to us and it was even bigger than the one that we had. It was an increase. In fact, um, by over a hundred square feet, it, 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 it increased. And so um, our, our, our friend that we gave the um, house to, it was, you know, the house that we had down there, our very first little house in that, um, in that resort park. Um, when we moved out to Maricopa and we were able to get into a house, he was able to sew that into someone that didn't have housing. So he gave it again. And we were able to uh, give ours at just like a giveaway uh, price just to cover certain expenses that we had in the moving of it and that. But it's like we just kept sewing. So in that way, you're seeing someone sew an entire home. Now, yes, it was only maybe 300 or 400 square feet, but it was still a home. Okay. So we were able to sew the whole thing and then we received whole houses. We were able to move into the housing market and be really blessed, not only with our own personal home, but our ministry. We were able to move into the ministry. We had a piece of property that when we came out here to Maricopa, we didn't have any money at all for a down payment. My husband and I, we sewed everything that we had in the bank at the time into that. And other people on our team did too. We sewed into it. But not only were we able to buy that building that we were able to pay off in just over a year, we also were able to receive properties ourselves. And um, to this day, we are so blessed with properties and, um, you know, not, uh, you know, carrying mortgage. Our home doesn't have a mortgage on it. You know, our, our building doesn't have a mortgage on it. And you can believe God. We just believe God for that. And so I want to encourage you. Okay, sow the seed with intentionality. We just kept sowing the seed with intentionality and naming our seed. Um, in 2 Corinthians 9.10, it says, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will su- supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. 
And in Ecclesiastes 11.6, it says, Sow your seed in the morning and do not be idle in the evening, for you do not know whether morning or evening sowing will succeed or whether both of them alike will be good. And so it's talking about, you know, taking uh, risks here and sowing at different times, different ways. And I just want to encourage you with that. Again, not to think of it as a one-time thing, but go go into a thing saying, I'm going to sow bountifully this year into housing. I'm going to look for ways that I can I can help people get the, the housing, a roof over their head that they need. I'm going to sow into that. I'm going to sow into ministry housing. It could be to build your church or whatever. I'm going to sow into that and believe God to increase my houses. He would like his people to own all the land. He would like his people to own every single bit of land. It's true. Okay. In Matthew 13, 3 to 9, it says, Jesus told them many things in parables, saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow, and he sowed some, and as he sowed, some seeds fell by the road, and the birds came up and ate them. Others fell in the rocky places where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up immediately because they had no depth of soil. But after the sun rose, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them, but others fell on the good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty times as much. The one who has ears, let him hear. Okay, so what Jesus is saying is sow into good ground. Sow into good ground because as you do, you'll get a big return on that seed. And that's what you want. You don't want to sow into failing ground. You want to sow into good ground. And I mean, definitely there's times to sow gifts of benevolence, compassion gifts, mercy gifts. That's awesome. But when you are actually... Uh, using kingdom economy, because this is how we're taught in the scripture. Kingdom economy is about sowing and reaping. It's about harvesting. You want to intentionally sow into good ground or you won't get a good crop. You can't throw a seed on a rock, for example, and expect it to produce. You can't sow a seed in the midst of thorns and expect it to produce. So sow into good ground. Um, make a good investment. And especially if you're sowing into ministry, make sure it's a fruitful ministry and a ministry that has integrity and uses their uh, finance well. In 2 Kings 4, 8 to 37, this is the example of Elisha and the rich woman of Shunem. Now, you can look this up because it's a large portion of scripture, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But this was a woman and her husband was a prophet and they, um, they uh, built a, a prophet's quarters on their house for him. So they were sowing into the prophet by totally building and furnishing a room that belonged to the prophet. So when he came through, he had a place to, to live and, there's so much in that story, but as you know it, uh, what, what happened is he would come and enjoy his time there. They would look after him and care for him well. And then uh, he would go away. And one time while he was gone, uh, the 
um, the uh, woman's son passed. And so she called for the prophet. He ended up coming and raising her boy from the dead. So she had sown seed into caring for the prophet. And then her own house or her family was taken care of uh, with, with resurrection. Okay. Secondly, this is a year to believe for debt cancellation on houses and buildings, okay? So put your faith out. You might look at what you owe and you think, this is impossible. I don't know how we would ever be able to do it. You might look at the means that you have. Maybe it's your income at work and you look at the size of your mortgage and think that's never going to happen. But you don't, you don't know how God's going to do it. He's not confined to your paycheck. He's God, right? And just put your faith out. And you start sowing seed of faith right now for the paying off of your uh, mortgage and canceling your debt on it. Now, in 2 Kings 4, 1 to 7, um, we see the story of a widow uh, who is a member of a group of prophets. And her she, she was um, uh, uh, disturbed uh, and, and went to Elijah and said, Sir, my husband has died. As you know, he was a God-fearing man, but now... But now a man he owed money to has come to take my two sons as slaves in payment for my husband's debt. What shall I do for you? So here's this uh, widow going to the prophet and telling him that my husband uh, had debt and I can't pay it. I have no way to pay it. And now they want to take my two sons. And the prophet says, what shall I do for you? And that's what God is saying to you. What shall I do for you? And he said, tell me, what do you have at home? And she said, nothing at all except a small jar of olive oil. So her, her provision was small. That's all she had was a small jar of olive oil. But her husband was amongst um, the prophets. Now, the prophets were known to be righteous before God and to give God the first and the best, to be generous. And so th this, this was a couple who had sown faithfully and had honored God in, in their giving. And that's why the prophet said, what, what shall I do for you? Tell me what you have. So then he said, okay, we're going to steward what you have. But he said, I'm, you're, you're going to see a multiplication factor here. So he said, go to your neighbors and borrow as many empty jars as you can. And Elisha told her, then you and your sons go into the house, close the door and start pouring oil into the jars. Set each one aside as soon as it is full. So the woman went into her house with her sons, closed the door, took the small jar of olive oil and poured into the jars as her sons brought them to her. And when they had filled all the jars, she asked if there were any more. That was the last one, one of her sons answered, and the olive oil stopped flowing. She went back to Elisha, the prophet, who said to her, sell the olive oil and pay all your debts, and there will be enough money left over for you and your sons to live on. Now, what I want to draw to your attention here is that in the natural, she had no way to appease her creditors. She had the debt. It was very real. And it was so big 
that not only would they take the house, but her sons as well in payment for it. It was a large debt, okay? And so it was way beyond what her mind could comprehend. But the, the prophet knew exactly how to work the miracle. Jesus knows exactly how to work your miracle. And he will tell you what to do. Just like um, Elijah said, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have at your home? He started instructing and showing her what she could do. And then she was able to sell it. And she came into a windfall, was not only able to pay off the house so that um, the house didn't get taken, the boys didn't get taken, but she also had enough to live off for the, for, um, for the rest of, of the days. So that's a big windfall, right? And your God can do it for you. You just draw close to him because this is a year when he wants to pay off your mortgages. And so you can sow into that and follow the Lord's direction for him to help you with that. Okay, thirdly, it's a year to possess and occupy. When you have own land and houses, you actually receive a power, you, you receive power and authority in the land through your ownership. Because that is God's and you can dedicate it to him. It's yours. So you get to dedicate it to him. We don't want, you know, Satan owning the land or his people owning the land. God wants his people to own all the land. And so this is really important for us to understand that you gain more authority um, in the region that you live in when you own land in that region. It gives you authority. Actually, the word Lord means landowner, and Jesus is the Lord of Lords. So he is to be our big Lord, our big land owner over the little land owners. So we're the little land owners. He is the big land owners. We're in partnership with him, and he wants us to have that authority in the land. In Deuteronomy 1.8, it says, See, I have placed the land before you. Go in and take possession of the land. Okay, so he's giving you a promise right now. He's saying, go in and take possession. And you might want to start by doing prayer walks and prayer drives around your city or around certain parcels of land that you feel that you are, are to purchase. In Deuteronomy one twenty one, it says, see, the Lord your God has placed the land before you. Go up and take possession. Now, you see that they, they couldn't just sit back and let the land come to them. They had to go and take possession of it. Just as the Lord, the God of your fathers has spoken to you, do not fear or be dismayed. So they were to go and take the land. It looked like there was opportunity for them to kind of shake in their boots over it, but they went and they took it. In Joshua chapter 1, verse uh, 3, the first part of the verse, and in verse 7 to 9, it says, Every place on which your footsteps I have given to you. And you might want to do prayer walks around your property even, and around your house. Walk through your house and say, this belongs to the Lord. This is paid off. This is, this is mine in the Lord. This is protected in him. Walk around your property and pray a protection line around your place because there's some things coming down the pipe in these coming days that are going to be challenging in the world. But when you are so dedicated to God and so knit together with him and you're preparing the way ahead, then it's already hidden in him and and won't be touched. So every place on which the sole of your footsteps, I've given it to you. And that 
And that um, every place on which the sole of your footsteps actually means to draw out your weapons for war. In other words, be protective and 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 be aggressive to take the land which the Lord has given you. And then he says, only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which my uh, servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may achieve success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will achieve success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So there might be some things coming in this uh, next season that might, uh, cause us to tremble, but we're to be a faith, not a fear, and obey everything that the Lord speaks to you. Obey his word, do it his way, and you will be blessed. In Deuteronomy 8, 1 and 7 to 14, we see all the commandments that I'm commanding you today, you shall be careful to do so that you may live and increase and go in and take possession of the land. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of streams, of water, of fountains and springs flowing out in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines, fig trees, pomegranates. This is a, a land that's overflowing, a land of olive oil and honey, a land where you will eat food without shortage in which you will not lack anything, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And when you have eaten and are satisfied, you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments, which I'm commanding you today. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied and you build good houses and live in them. And when your herds and your flocks increase and your silver and your gold increase and everything you have increases, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slavery. So God wants you to go in and possess and occupy. This is a year to possess and occupy. And you do it in the spirit. You do it with your faith first. And then as you draw close to God and do it in your faith, you'll be able to hear his voice saying, go and purchase this land. Go and get that one. Be bold. Go here and, and, and I will make a way for you. He will give you the instruction that you need. But never, as you increase, forget the Lord your God. Always stay humble before him because it is he that is giving you this power uh, to increase and to make wealth. Okay, number four. When you leave houses and lands, um, in order to serve Jesus, you will increase. This is amazing. And some of you made big sacrifices to leave houses and lands in order to serve the Lord, maybe to go on the mission field or to sow into a project that you had uh, uh, committed yourself to in him. And this is a year when you're going to see reward. And it might be a year when God's asking you to give up houses and lands too. And it says in Mark 10, verse 28 to 31, it says, Peter began to say to him, behold, we have left everything and have followed you. They left their careers behind. They left their families behind. And Jesus said, 
Truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or farms for my sake and the gospel's sake, but that he will receive a hundred times as much now in the present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and farms along with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Now, my husband and I know this. We uh, were called to the mission field. And so uh, we, we did exactly that. We left and we had to dissolve a lot of assets and a lot of belongings. We gave a lot of belongings, not just leaving uh, properties behind, but also, um, you know, furniture and vehicles and and clothing, all, all kinds of things that we, we gave away in order to go to the mission field to serve the Lord. But when I look at our lives now, it is so amazing what God has done to return. I would say yes, at least a hundred, a hundred times more. Okay, and again, in Matthew 19, 29, where it says, And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my name's sake shall receive a hundred times as much and inherit eternal life. So those are the four uh, prophetic elements. that There's going to be an increase for those of you who have given up houses and lands to serve him and to follow him. There is going to be... Um, a year where you will possess and occupy and carry authority because you own land. The Lord wants you to activate that authority. It's going to be a year where you can believe for debt cancellation on houses and buildings. And it's going to be a year to buy houses, to repair houses, to renovate and to decorate houses. Anything to do with the house. The number two speaks of the year of the house and that includes us being the house of God, but also um, uh, will pertain to you with the buying and selling of uh, properties. Okay, so I want to uh, give you keys to receiving the double portion in this year and to receiving this, this increase that God is, is uh, promising. And the first one is to believe the promises. That's easy, right? Because the transactions we do in the kingdom are transactions that are done by faith. Secondly, be aggressive in your faith. Target with your faith. Do not be complacent. This is not a time to be complacent. This is a time to battle with your faith. It is a time to fight with your faith. It is a time to secure with your faith. It is a time to activate your faith. So be aggressive. Do not just sit back in a corner and wait for something good to come to you. Do not be complacent. Get up and go forward. And it's just like what he said to Joshua. Be of good courage. You know, go forward. Be fearless in this. Okay, number three. This is a time to sow extravagantly and to receive the promises for reaping what you have sown in past seasons. Sow extravagantly and receive promises for reaping what you have sown in the past seasons. So many of you might have sown seed, but this time you want to target with your seed. You want to sow your seed. Like if I want corn, I'm going to sow unto corn. How am I going to do that? I'm going to sow a corn seed. Okay, so when you're sowing financial seed, 
And I want to encourage you to sow into God's house, sow into his house this year. I want to give you opportunity for that too, to sow into um, um, your local churches or, or wherever. But I want to also, um, you know, if you feel so led, to sow into Patricia King Ministries. We have some projects that we're working on right now where renovation is needed, where repairs are needed, um, where uh, things uh, need to be worked on uh, to steward what God has given us. And so we are believing the word of the Lord that this is going to be taken care of. So this might be to, to sow into the Lord's house, to sow into the Lord's ministry. This would be one example of a good ground to sow into. And so we would uh, welcome you to do that. And you can go on patriciaking.com and just go to the donate section. And there'll be um, a, a, a field there where you can donate. Just donate into general and there's a place for a comment at the bottom, and you can just say um, that that this is seed for houses and lands, seed for houses and lands. And we're going to be praying specifically over you, but also I want to be able to send you um, this outline of notes with all the prophecies, and I've not finished yet. I've got decrees to release over you as well, and that's all on this document, so you will be receiving that. Now, <clears throat> I just got the final downloads of this word today, and I wanted to get it out to you right away, and so my uh, bookkeeping department um, is off until um, next week, of course, Monday or Tuesday. So they're probably not going to be able to get this organized till then. So you can expect it to be maybe emailed to you um, sometime by Wednesday of next week. So you will receive this. But just when you sow, that's what you will be receiving. And, um, and it will be a blessing for you. So number one, believe. Number two, be aggressive in your faith. Number three, sow extravagantly and receive the promises for reaping what you've sown in past seasons. So if you have sown seed toward buildings in the last seasons, start pulling that in now and say, God, I'm, I'm looking for my harvest this year because this is a year of the house. I sowed into your house, Lord, and now I'm believing for, for um, you to be glorified in my house too. Okay, number four, live in a new realm of abandonment before God. And so you'll see that in um, our last item, these were um, uh, people that he was addressing that abandoned everything for him, that they just gave everything to serve him. And we're, God's saying, this house, this house of our, our body, our lives, is to be given to him in a new level of abandonment, a new level of blessing for the Lord this year, saying, Lord, I consecrate myself afresh. I just give myself to you. You are my focus. The world isn't my focus. My flesh isn't my focus. You are my focus. And uh, live in that new realm of abandonment before God. And you might want to even engage in some fasting and prayer on that to consecrate yourself to the Lord for this new season. Okay, now I've also included in, in, in my notes here, decrees, which I'm going to be decreeing over my life, my ministry, my team, and over my web church and people that I am covering. Um, and I'd love to give this to you. It's it's actually in the document. So everyone that gives on patriciaking.com toward the building of the house, towards this, um, 
is uh, going to receive this uh, document. So the first decree is, I decree, and you can say this with me, I decree that 2022 is a year of greater abandonment of my life unto God. Now, the thing about decrees is when you start speaking it out there in the spirit, and remember uh, one of the uh, uh, meanings of of the, this year is to speak out. Okay, so we're going to speak with our mouths. This is a decade of the pay, the mouth. And so we're going to speak out these decrees. And when you do, it starts putting it in motion. It says in, in Isaiah 55, verse 11, that my word does not return void. It accomplishes what it's sent to do. It says in Job twenty two twenty eight that when you decree a thing, it will be established and light will shine on all your ways. So you can be writing these down as I'm saying them or go back over the notes, make your own notes. That's great. Um, that would be amazing. And uh, I just want to, to give this to you so that you, you can be blessed. Or you can get it, uh, the, the whole document with the scriptures and everything on it as you give um, us a seed toward the building of the Lord's house into our ministry. Um and it'll come back on you. You know, the seed will, will be that which you can reap from. And you will be sent these notes. Okay, number two. The second decree. I'm going to give you three of them. The second decree is, I decree, according to the promises of God, that he will supply seed for me to sow. And that I will reap a hundredfold return on the seed I intentionally sow into good ground. So as you're sowing your seed, for example, if you choose to sow the seed for increase of housing and always sow into an area where people have the faith for it. Like I have faith for this word because the Lord's given me this word so I can bless back with it. It's good ground there. So when you are, are sowing it, decree this over it. As you're pushing the button, say, I decree that God uh, will give me a hundredfold return on this seed that I intentionally sow into good ground. Okay, the third decree is I decree debt and mortgage cancellation, the purchase of lands and houses, and the increase of blessings that pertain to houses and lands. So I'm believing for that this year, that the repairs that needed to be done, the stewardship of that which we're caring for is going to be taken care of as we care for the house of God. And as we care for the house of God, our own needs are going to be met. And that's what I'm believing for. And that my own ability to, to see blessing on houses and lands will increase because I'm caring for the house. And right after I get off here, I'm going to be sowing my seed into it. So, one of the things that we're going to be doing also is that we're sowing seed. Our, our ministry is sowing seed into, into housing for um, children at risk that are needed to make sure children at risk have housing. So we'll be taking um, a tithe of that uh, that comes in for um, the stewardship of the houses we have for the Lord and be sowing it out there. Uh, for, for others to be cared for as well, okay? So always keep your eye on ways that you can sow, but be intentional 
in how you want to sow. Be intentional on where you are going to put that seed. I'm going to be working with a ministry this week that I know that they have projects and I'll be sowing into that because they they build uh, houses for children without homes. So I'm going to be sowing into that. I'm always looking for those places that are good ground that I can sow into. But I just want to encourage you to just go for it this year. There is so much blessing that is going to come to you, and especially in the areas of houses and lands and repairs and renovations and decor. Put your faith out for it because it's, it's God's oiling it. He wants you to have lands. He wants you to own houses. He wants everything to increase. And it's important to him that we do. And so I'm just praying a blessing over you right now. I want to, to bless you as you receive this word and as you pray now to the Lord on how you're to activate it. I think for some of you that are watching, I'm feeling in my spirit that this is a real witness in your spirit for what the Lord's already spoken to you. There's been parts of this word that have gone out like an arrow into your heart. And you're saying, yes, God, that's my confirmation arrow I've been looking for. And I see that you're moving on it because you needed the confirmation. And others of you, this, this word is giving you hope. It's giving you an expectation like saying, yeah, maybe I can really do that. And if you've never bought a house before, I love seeing everybody get into a house. And if you've never been able to own one before, I believe this is your year where you're going to be able to. And don't look at everything that, you know, is the obstacle in the way. Like, I don't think I can do it. I don't have a down payment. I don't have the credit score I need. I don't have this. I don't have that. Just go right to God and start praying in tongues and say, God, I believe this word. I believe that you can do it. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I just believe that you can do it. And if you're a real estate agent, I just want to say you put your faith out for people to get them into houses where it wouldn't even look possible because the Lord's going to cause you to make a way for them. We had a good friend, she's in glory now, but she used to have the most amazing faith to get people into houses. And people that never should have gotten into houses were able to get into them freely and did so well on them that uh, they were blessed beyond measure. So all of you who are, are laboring in the Lord as, as realtors, I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless your faith level. And for those of you who have never owned a home before, I bless you. For those of you that own your home and you want your mortgage paid off, I bless you with increase. I bless you with breakthrough. For those of you that want to increase and purchase more houses and lands, I bless you with that increase. And for those of you who are stewarding ministry buildings and um, properties, that the Lord will give you wisdom. And I bless you with increase, that you will only increase and not decrease only increase. The kingdom of God always increases. You might say, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but the Lord is going to do it. If you partner with him and just go directly to him, bypass all the other thinking, just go to him, pray in tongues, sow your seed. He promises that if you sow a seed, you're going to reap from it. So be intentional when you sow that seed. Okay. So I call forth all the funds that you need, Anything that you need to make your purchases, to make your repairs, to do your renovations. And if you could pray for us, that would be awesome too. Pray for us that all the finance that we need to do 
the repairs and the renovations that we need will come in and uh, we're all going to be happy for it, right? God bless you. And I'd love to invite you to go to our website, patriciaking.com. Uh, there's lots to peruse there. And if you uh, care to sew into the ministry, we always appreciate that. And of course, at all times, appreciate your prayers. God bless you and have a great day. I'm so happy that I was able to give you this prophetic insight today. For more information, resources, episodes, and more, Connect with us at patriciakingministries.com.